Hey everybody, welcome to Ask Dan, where you ask me questions, I do my best to answer them. A lot's happened this week with Microsoft news and devices, so let's get to it. Microsoft seems to be continually updating the band. Any news on version 2 and or hitting more markets? So yeah, the Microsoft Band is slowly picking up steam. Now, a lot of people will ask about when is it going to be available. My theory on this, and I think it's an informed theory, is that Microsoft Band version 1 is basically a test product out there. So they're getting a lot of feedback before they roll it out big time. They are not going to commit to it until they're confident. Now, let's talk about Microsoft Band 2. Yes, it's coming soon. I've heard anytime in the next few months we should expect it. Last one was launched around October, so I think sometime before then we should probably see a Microsoft Band 2. Now I've already heard some details about it, including it doesn't have a flat display anymore, which is a lot of people complained about. A lot of the features remain the same, but they're basically fixing all the things that people have been complaining about, including the way it fits and, like I said, at the display. So definitely expect a Microsoft Band 2 in the next few months, and I think they're going to have more confidence in this one. Think of the Surface model and how that's been going, and that's what's being applied here to the Microsoft Band. Do you believe HoloLens and similar hardware are the next hardware revolution after smartphones? So is HoloLens the next big revolution? I would say it's part of it. The real revolution here in hardware is going to be putting it everywhere, the so-called Internet of Things. What makes HoloLens interesting is basically it has no display. I mean, sure, it does the hologram aspect, but there's no operating system that you can see, even though it's running Windows 10. Wearables will also be a continuation of that. We're going to see basically computers being put in all sorts of things. Samsung and LG have done this with the refrigerators already, but I think we'll see this in other aspects of our lives. So HoloLens is about one aspect of this idea of putting computers and accessories and things around us. And I think we'll continue to see that. If, God forbid, Windows Phone Mobile doesn't make it, what platform would you rather switch to? Obviously, I don't want to think about switching from Windows Phone, but I do use an iPhone and an Android phone on occasion. I do have multiple lines with my carriers. Now, if I had to choose between those, I would always go with the iPhone. For one, I like the hardware. I think the iPhone 6 is actually a phenomenal device. I find the operating system incredibly boring, but it works, it's stable, and I can get things done. Android, on the other hand, I'm using a Galaxy Edge, and I love the hardware on it, but the Android system on there is pretty much a mess right now. There's a big memory leak. Now, I get the idea as soon as I tell people this. They're like, well, you need to get a pure Android device. That's a hell of a story to tell me why I just paid $800 for that phone, and that's what I find frustrating about Android is that the best experience is always one device away from the one you have. I've heard the new flagship phones have a metal casing. Will that affect Qi, or is the metal casing worth the trade-off? All right, well, let me correct one thing right away here. Uh, the new flagships are not metal. They're going to be made of what I presume is a plastic polymer type thing that we're already used to with some Nokia device. Having said that, I don't know if Qi's on board, and I'll try to find out. But being that it's not metal, I suppose that Qi will be there. That is something I believe Microsoft will continue for obvious reasons. Uh, Qi is not limited now to Lumia devices. Samsung's using it as well as other companies, and it's really starting to catch on. How likely are we to see an Intel-powered Windows mobile phone from Microsoft? Regarding Intel-powered phones, I don't actually have any details on that right now. Presumably, they can be used for those specific enterprise devices that Microsoft talked about yesterday. Now, what that would give users is the ability to run executable files on Windows Phone. Now, you don't want to run Photoshop on your phone. But this is where Continuum comes into play. You want to be able to connect your phone up to a display with a mouse and keyboard. Now, the high-end Lumias that are coming out will be able to do that, but of course you can't run desktop apps, just a universal Windows apps like Outlook and the Office applications. 
I think it would be kind of cool though, and I think that's where people are going with this, if you could run executable files and then it would be like a true PC in your pocket. It remains to be seen if they're gonna do that, but technically it is possible. And like I said, that focus on enterprise devices may be the way for them to do it. With this week's announcements of layoffs, will Microsoft continue to make Nokia Lumias? Seems like everything is in limbo. All right, let's talk about this question. Now, obviously a lot of news has come out this week about Microsoft cutting back on their device division for Windows Phone, specifically they laid off 7,800 people. Now, part of this I think is redundancy. We haven't gotten to specifics of this, but they did merge the Windows Phone group with Terry Myerson's group. So basically it's all under one division. Now, I'm going to guess that a lot of that was redundant. You don't need the same people working on hardware in two different groups. So that may be part of the layoffs. The other thing is, I'm not sure Microsoft needs a lot of production capacity. You can farm that out. After all, Apple does not make the iPhone. They simply design the parts for it and then farm out the work to Foxconn. I think Microsoft would rather do that than say own factories. As to whether or not Microsoft will continue to make Lumias, yes, I think they will. In fact, I know they will. They're going to make two flagships. I believe those are going to be announced in September at IFA and possibly at CTIA in Las Vegas. Uh, just a few weeks later. So those devices are definitely coming out. They have not been canceled, and that's why I still have faith in Windows 10 uh, being supported by Microsoft in regards to their phones. Now, what comes after those flagships, I don't really have any idea, but there are some things on the roadmap. They did talk about enterprise and continuing those low-end devices, and I think we'll see that. Now, I think it's actually a really cool thing what Microsoft is doing, and I know this is controversial, but I think the idea of cutting back the amount of phones in their portfolio and concentrating on good quality devices is important. Now, I want to be very clear about something. Just because you reduce the amount of models that you're making, it doesn't mean you're going to reduce the volume of sales. Those are two separate things, and you can, in theory, make fewer phones and sell more devices. I mean, after all, as everybody points out, Apple only makes one to two phones a year. So because of this, I actually do have a lot of faith in Windows 10 and Windows 10 Mobile. I think Microsoft's going to stick with it for at least two years. Listen, if Microsoft wanted to kill Windows Phone yesterday, they would have done it. They would have said, we're ending production completely. We're not making any devices. That's the end of the story. Instead, they committed to making flagship phones, enterprise devices, and budget Windows Phone. I think that means it's a big commitment to Windows Phone. After all, they're not going to sell flagship devices to people and only six months later get rid of the whole operating system. That'd be a really big black eye on them. They're betting on two things, though. One, that obviously Windows 10 Mobile does catch on, and I think they can possibly do that with these flagships, although it's a big if. Now, the other thing is they're hoping that the device category shifts. That is, they think that the smartphone story is sort of petering out. We all have them. What else is there to do? So they're hoping that something like Continuum, the idea that you just go up to a display and then you just throw your phone on there and it can act as a PC, is going to be sort of this next evolution in smartphone devices. It remains to be seen, but that's what they're betting on. Do you really think that the recent strategic planning will help Windows Phone to grab more share? So this is a really tough question to answer. If you have ever followed me on Twitter or in my writings, you know I don't really make predictions. I actually think it's pretty arrogant to do so, only because mobile and technology is so dynamic that things change rapidly. So for instance, a couple of years ago, people were predicting that Nokia was gonna have 80% market share. This is before they went to Windows Phone. Uh, they also predicted Windows Phone would have way more market share than today. So I think this idea of trying to predict what's going to happen is sort of dangerous. I honestly don't know if Windows 10 Mobile is going to catch on. I I hope it does, 
And to be honest, they only need to hit about 10% in the United States before I would think it becomes significant and people can't ignore it anymore. Now, a lot's gonna ride on how well those new devices are received and how well the operating system is treated by customers. I think things look positive, so I don't know. But long-term, yeah, I think the pieces are there for success, but this is a tough market to crack and a lot of people have had trouble doing it. Look at Samsung, they're suffering now and they sell a lot of Android devices. In a nutshell, what is the motivation for mobile-focused devs, companies to build universal apps? So this is a real interesting question. Now with Windows 10, you probably know that they're gonna be universal Windows apps. This means you write the code once and you can spit it out to Xbox, even HoloLens, Windows 10 desktop, and Windows Phone. As you're probably guessing, the motivation to make an app for Windows Phone is probably not there, and it might not be there for a few months. However, if you're a developer, you can make that app and put it to Windows 10 desktop. Now, I think the motivation there is pretty huge, as don't forget, Windows 10 is a free upgrade for millions of users on Windows 7 and Windows 8. So that's the motivation. The thing is, once you make an app for, say, desktop, it's just a click and a few little changes, and you can now send it to phone. It's really no work on the developer's part, so there's really no effort. This is a change from Windows 8.1, where, sure, there was this idea of a universal app, but there was still a lot of behind-the-scenes coding a developer had to do. So they could be listed twice and shown in the store for Windows Phone and Windows Desktop, but uh, ultimately they were very different apps. Now, when you write that app, it's going to be coded once, and when you update it, it gets sent out to both devices at the same time. That's a really big change. So where's the motivation? Uh, it's obviously gonna be the Xbox users. It's gonna be people for HoloLens, and more importantly, the Windows 10 desktop user. Do you think lowering the number of devices will convince OEMs to make more Windows phones? So this idea is something I've been floating around, and I think that makes a lot of sense. Currently, 97% of all Windows phones are Lumias. That's actually the significant slice of the pie. And if you're a Samsung or HTC, you're probably wondering why bother? You can't compete with that. So one aspect of the strategy, I imagine, is that Microsoft is backing down so their partners step up. Now, I want to be clear. This doesn't mean that they back down and they wait and see what happens. I mean, that's going to be kind of part of it. But Honestly, what really goes on here are a lot of behind the scene deals. In other words, Microsoft's going to talk to Samsung and LG and HTC and be like, hey, let's work on a phone together or what are you guys planning? And Samsung will hopefully come back and say, all right, yeah, we're thinking about doing this. Now, they're gonna want some incentive as well. So Samsung may want some engineering expertise from Microsoft. They may want some pushing for it and advertising. So how those deals happen is gonna be real important. I believe Microsoft is confident that they can now sway those companies to get on board, saying that we're backing down on these Lumias. Once that's done, yeah, I believe companies like Samsung and HTC will step up. Now, ultimately, people are saying, well, why would Samsung bother? But it all comes down to one thing, money. If Microsoft can convince these companies it's worth their time financially to make these devices and that they can make money from it, sure, they'll get on board. After all, companies like LG, Samsung, HTC just care about the bottom line. And I think that's what we're going to see happen with Windows 10. So that wraps it up for this episode. Use hashtag AskDanWindows on Twitter to submit your question. Maybe we'll feature it on next week's episode. Take care, everybody.